This is Wrestling for the Faith. Wrestling for the Faith. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wrestling for the Faith. I'm Casey, and today I am joined by a long-lost stranger. Uh, I actually am uh, about to give him a visitor's card, you know, like some of those annoying churches uh, do whenever you whenever whenever somebody's not been there in a couple of weeks and they come to you and say hey you need a visitor's card did did you backslide but <laughs> anyway chad gunner lale return oh, to the wrestling man. for the faith podcast finally it's i'm a guest uh, appearance this week no i'm hoping it's not a guest appearance i'm hoping we can get back in the groove um at least Keeping a flow of, you know, but I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed, you know, coaching everybody, man. But like we said, I don't know. I've just missed it. I'm good. I'm good. Long story short, man, it's you, everybody knows the season I've been through. Uh, it amped back up and um, just things going on in life. But dude, uh, the past month has been, been a blessing and been so much more peaceful with, with just uh, sitting in the Lord's presence and allowing him to kind of take away. I spoke to you about it. I went through. Golly, man, uh, depression I've never dealt with before. Anxiety like I've never dealt with before, man. It, it just uh, shut me down, but I'm good, man. It's good to be back on Wrestling for the Faith. Funny thing is, as we're, you know, this this drops today, uh, Adam from Death and Defiance, he texted me this week and said, are you not part of Wrestling for the Faith anymore? I, just, <laughs> I said, man, yes, I am. But we we just been having some schedule conflicts. So here we are. Good Lord, I'm so happy to be back on with you, man. I've missed you. Glad to have you, man. Missed you too. And and like you said, the the beautiful thing about this, you know, we've talked about its beginnings and and where we are now. Um, we have, well, the Lord has built such a big kingdom family with all of us that. Um, you know, when when our schedules don't add up, we usually have somebody that's willing to hop on and, you know, talk about wrestling or the Lord or both, you know, so it it, it works out. Um, but I have I've had people say the same thing, like you and Chad got heat. You know, something, something <laughs> going on. <laughs> got heat. No, we don't have heat. I mean, we may be trying to work into a. A match coming up just a little spoiler alert but anyway <laughs> yeah no we're still family we're still family chad's just been uh going through a mess man but i i'll say this i every single day uh and dinner and uh you know coach every once in a while he don't text much but when he does man he just sends me one says i love you man and, yeah <clears throat> It's just good to have people like that in your corner, bro. And I saw a meme the other day, and it said, um, I don't even know verbatim, but basically, be sure you surround yourself with people who pray for you behind closed doors. And, uh, man, I can guarantee you that you guys are. So, yeah. anyway, That's, before I get emotional. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's something like I, I talked about last week. Me and Coach got on the discussion. You know, I've been going through a little season the last few weeks. <laughs> Self that it has just been uh, it gripped me for a little bit and and i you know let some frustration uh get me down and and yeah you know but uh thank the lord i'm on the other side of that this week i feel so much better 
<clears throat> and also, I want to say, uh, <laughs> for those who have asked, uh, no, my heat, we're using wrestling terms, my heat that I was talking about last week was not with my wife. I'm not, we're not getting a divorce. We're not going Praise through God. you know, a bunch of marital problems or anything. That's that was not what that was about. Uh I, I realized after after listening back, I was like, hmm, I wonder how many people are gonna ask me how me and John are doing after they <laughs> did they? Uh, I, I've had yeah. a couple be like, um, and I'm like, no, it, it's not about that. It's not marital issues. So Good. it's Good. <laughs> Lord knows the enemy is on a, a, a massive rampage for families right now. man. I, you know what I've noticed, Casey is going through what I went through, you know, last August, everybody knows, but if you're tuning in, you know, uh, my marriage ended, you know, my wife walked out on me that I'm not trying to throw her under the bus there, but that's just what happened. And uh, I've had so many folks since then come up to me who are having marriage issues and just asking me how I navigated through it. And, and at the same time, I'm like, Lord, how am I going to minister somebody? I, you know, uh, but he, he's reminded me, and we talked about this last week of, I went through that season of feeling unworthy because of the divorce and feeling like I, I wasn't worthy for ministry anymore. So I stepped away for a while, but last Sunday I preached in, in uh, Kannapolis, North Carolina, and the Lord whispered to me, you are worthy. And it was so it was so sweet, man. You know, it was so sweet to have that um, the affirmation from from Christ, letting me yeah. know that no, you're worthy. Just because you went through this season, uh, th- this is a season that you know. There's been moments where I wanted to run and hide, man, but also see you know moments where I, I've I've uh, weathered the wilderness, and right. uh, it's just just been nice to know that I got people coming to me now and who are trying to reconcile their marriage or or uh, other things. And it's like I'm I'm allowing the Lord to, to use me in that season, man. So I'm glad you guys are good. But yeah, it's uh, but it's good, you know, it's good to take those seasons and and you know, what do we learn from them, bro? Learn from them. Mm-hmm. It's just that, I mean, that's the thing. everything that we go through. Yeah, I talked about last week. Everything that we go through, no matter how big or or how minor, um, everything is is meant for a testimony, and yep. you. Know, it's going to glorify God on the other side if we don't give up in the middle of it. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's like it's like you know we've talked plenty of times about the story of Jesus being in the boat with the disciples, and he says, "Let's go to the other side," and then he goes and and kicks back and takes a nap, and then the <laughs> comes and everything's raging, and and they're scared to death, and they go wake him up, and they're like, "Master." Uh, don't you care that we're about to die? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and he, it, it, what's always stuck out to me on that is he said, let's get in the boat and go to the other side. Sure. I already he, told him where you're going. Yeah. He said, we're going to the other side. So, <clears throat> you know, that's the, that's a lesson to all of us. We're going to the other side. Just, you just got to trust him through it. But the enemy is going to do everything he possibly can to to beat you down, to get you in a corner, to to make you isolate yourself, to make you not want to talk to anybody. Uh, he's going to like like he did you, like he's done me. Uh, I know Coach has the same testimony. 
beat you down in a corner and say, hey, you're a man of God or you're a woman of God. You can't you can't tell anybody about this. What kind of faith is that going to look like? What kind of man or woman of God are you going to look like if you tell people about these problems that you're facing? You know, yeah. And 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 that's that's what we've got to go through. And I think of Paul. Uh, if you look through his life, you read the book of Acts and and all of the stuff that he went through from the time uh, that that he was born again, um, when he had his Damascus Road experience all the way through the rest of the book of Acts. If you look at the things that he went through, I mean, shipwrecked, he was thrown in prison, he was beaten, he was left for dead, all of these things. He had he went through plenty of storms. And then at the end of his life, he told Timothy, I have fought the good fight and I have finished my race. That's right. Nowhere in there did he uh, did he say I've never faced any adversity. I've never went through any trials. You know, from the time that I gave my life to Jesus, my life has been perfect and everything has been amazing. Uh, and and I've just it's just been smooth sailing. All the way. No, no. He says I have fought the good fight and I have finished the rest. He kept the course. He stayed the course no matter what was coming at him. And that's. Man, that's that's the lesson for all of us. It is a lesson. And it's funny you mention that. It's funny you bring that up because this last Sunday I preached about Acts 16 and I used it. The the story of Paul and Silas in this prison. Now, you know, this prison wasn't, you know, some fancy prison where they had a window and got to see the ocean. They were in the deepest part of this prison. So they were in this dark, grungy, smelly. They had no light. They had no airflow. Their ankles were bound and shackled. They were in hell, man. They were literally in this hell of a prison. And what did they choose to do in that moment after being beaten, um, you know, persecuted, probably could barely breathe? They worshiped the Lord in the midst of their trials. Mm-hmm. And in that process, you notice that that Roman soldier, him and his family, they were saved. Yeah. So we have we have a, a, another picture being painted there of Paul's um, adversity and praise and worship in the midst of of dark trials, him and Silas both, and how our story, our testimony can help lead others to Christ. You know what I mean? Instead of just sitting and and dwelling and Paul and Silas going, oh man, whoa me, whoa me, what are we going to do? Dude, they they chose to worship the Lord. And I've learned that in the the silence of the season I've been in is just, I got to start worshiping the Lord more. And in the past four or five weeks I have, I've just Walked around the house and it could be simple as, man, thank you, Jesus, for today. You know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why this happened, that happened. Who knows? Lord, mm-hmm. you got a purpose and you got a will for it. And by goodness, I'm going to stick to the plan. And man, it's just, uh, dude, Paul's the Paul's the man when it comes to that. Finishing strong, brother. Yeah. Amen. Well, you just, the Lord just used you to speak to me because that was, uh, you know, <laughs> I've I've been like I said the last few weeks I've been I've been going through this situation and uh you know to some it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a big issue but to me it was a big issue just simply because uh, I'm not going to go into it but just simply because the person um is a god called leader Mm-hmm. And when you see them not stray away because it, it was a it was a 
it was a mess up and a, and a move on. And, and yeah. I believe that. But, you know, <clears throat> when you see them fall and uh, not act like they want to repent immediately. Got it. You know, it, it hurts as as a spiritual leader myself, you know, it, it hurts when I mean, you know, you've had those people who uh, the Lord has used you to witness to or maybe even you've led them to the Lord. And then, you know, few months or a few years down the road, you you see that they have ran off course and, and went back out into the world and and it hurts. It's not a <clears throat> it's not just a oh well that sucks. It it tears a part of your heart out. Sure. Sure. You know, so um but you know through this little season the last few weeks, that's one of the things that I have caught myself doing is um you know, I, I may pick up the Bible and read, um, you know, a few verses or a chapter and then be like, OK, and set it back down and go on about my day. And, you know, I'm not I'm not pressing in. And that's that's always been one thing. I mean, I, I know I've told you several times we've encouraged each other on it, but no matter whether you're you're feeling anything or not, uh you got to press in. You got to pray. You got to. You got to worship. You got to read. No matter what. And and then when you come out on the other side of it, you will know um, the reason that you went through that season, and you will the the things that you read or that you pressed in and and worshipped through the season. Uh, you know, there's been so many times where I have read during a wilderness season or a dry season and, and read and read and read and, and felt like I was getting nothing. And then finally one day I'm, I'm talking to somebody and they start talking about something and the Lord opens a door and I just start popping off with all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, where in the world did that come from? <laughs> and the Lord reminds me, Hey, that was, that was stuff that I was planning in your heart Sure. Time where you felt like you were dry and you were getting nothing. Yeah, that man, you know, golly, man, it's funny that the, the, the spirits leading us in this conversation because you say that of you popping off and it's like, where did that come from? And the Lord reminds you, I've been planning that in you. That happened to me last Sunday. Once again, I'm going back to that church that I preached at of, you know, uh, for two weeks, the Lord just kind of laid on my heart. You're going to preach about uh, joy in the morning. And I was like, oh boy, Lord, I, you know, there's some mornings I wake up, there ain't no joy for me. Yeah. You know, there's been that way for a year. But what I noticed is I started preaching that to those people, to that congregation, and things just started popping off, man, popping off. And I realized that over the past year, as I've been sitting in silence and going through the season I've been going through, he's been teaching me about the joy and the peace that he sits in me. John 15, 11, you know, his his peace, man, you know. Yeah. Uh, the, the peace of Christ, it just sits in my heart, uh, even when I don't think it, it is. But it, it's amazing how that that 
I guess that sermon, he, I, I told you when I preached, I, it was like the Lord was ministering to me as I was ministering to these folks. And I told the pastor that, a good friend of mine, I was like, man, the Lord ministered to me today. And like I mentioned a minute ago, he, he reminded me that I was worthy. I mean, that, it was powerful, man. There was people coming to the altar. I'm here. I am laying hands on folks and praying for families that were um, in the midst of a possible divorce. I mean, so many things, dude, but it's just crazy to see what was popping off. And it's like that was storing the word in my heart, storing that joy in my heart. And it's given me a lot of joy over the past week. It's just beautiful, bro. The things that you have been going through this last yeah. year, you, you minister it and and the Holy Spirit moves in such a powerful way. It, I mean, it's the same thing when I, you know, we talk about my year of hell, 2017 to 2018. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, when I went through that deep anxiety and depression, and then when I finally came out on the other side of it, man, and I started ministering about it, dude, I, I have not ever seen the Spirit move in such a way. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. You know, I thought I was going to die during that season, but the Lord delivered me and and look what he's doing now. So that's that's our God, man. It's crazy, man. That is our God. And we you know, today uh, what's today's date, May 5th. Is that what we're landing on? I think so. A little over a year ago, we um, finished up man camp Mm -hmm. a little over a year ago. We finished up man camp and we. We, we were in a wilderness, you know, sitting there, um, praying, fasting, uh, all kinds of stuff for five days. Little did we know a year later, both of us going through some kind of situation that I believe the Lord used that season to prepare us. That's the only time ever in my life that I've really just spent five days alone with God, me and my Bible and, and you know, no, no devices, no cell phone, yeah. nothing, man. And it's like the Lord prepared us for that season like we were uh, literally walking through the wilderness then to be able to guide our way through the wilderness and and let the lord guide us through the wilderness as we are going in now you know mine whole different story than the wilderness you're going through yeah but it's crazy how (laughs) we're both facing different seasons coming out of them i'm coming out of mine as far as the depression pit and the anxiety um but Man, it's just uh, it, it's it's crazy to think that in my twenties I'd have dove back into the bottle, Casey. Yeah. But here I am. I'll be forty-one in a month, and um, some days I didn't want to open the word, but I would open it up. It was sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was sweet because you can you truly get to taste and see that the Lord is good, man. Yeah. It was the right kind of drink. Right kind of drink, the living water, man. That's when it, it ever runs dry and it's not toxic for you. Yeah. That's it, man. So, man, it's just been a beautiful, it's been a beautiful season. I mean, it's been rough, yeah. but beautiful. So, Praise the Lord. And I'm, That's it. I'm loving it. And, you know, last few days I've felt so much better. I just, I, I want people to, to hear me and, and to hear you. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes it's hard and, and it's like I told coach last week. I know, you know, I, I preach it. I, I remember mentioning it to you when you would text me and, and talk about things that you were going through, you know, battles of your mind and things. And, you know, I tell people all the time and it's the truth. The enemy only has as much authority as you allow him to have. Right. 
And, you know, last week I was telling coach, I said, you know, I know that that's the truth. And I know that me choosing to stay angry about this is giving the enemy that foothold. It's giving him that authority. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you just go through seasons like that and you're like, Lord, I just want to be mad for a little bit. <laughs> I, I <You> know. know. <laughs> but um, if we can push through that human side of us that says, hey, I just want to be mad. I just want to have these emotions. I just want to feel this anxiety. I want to I want to lay here in this pit of depression. Uh if we can push past that and remember that he has no authority, yeah, we could come out on the other side a lot quicker than we do sometimes. But I do believe that uh, everything that we go through, no matter how long or, or how short, is there's a reason behind it. And even, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, there will be a test that we go through and maybe the Lord's like, well, I was hoping you would get through that in a week, but since you want to go around this mountain for a year, here we go. <laughs> Moses, <laughs> Moses and the Israelites. <laughs> That's it. An, an 11 day journey <laughs> took them 40 years. You know, so, oh. And sometimes that's how we are. Uh, but his grace allows us to go through that. And he makes sure that we come out on the other side stronger than we were before we went in it. Man, ain't that the truth? I, I feel that. I feel that. It's so true. He takes those uh, men through the wilderness. But like you said, uh, that 11-day journey turned into 40 years. It's just like if you if you would have just, just listened to me, this would only took a little bit, of shorter period of time. Yeah. And, uh, but little, we, we're not, we're not going to, we're not going to know that for one day when we stand in front of Christ and he goes, Hey, you know, that year of depression you went through and we could have got through that in two months. Yeah. <laughs> we could have got through that in two months, Chad, you know, we could have, we could have got through that in two months, Casey, but yeah. you decided to just do your own thing and you're going to go, yeah, I know. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, it's true, man. It's, it's, um, it's just, uh, and it's hard for us and, and we're not, we're not sugarcoating anything. We know that people deal with depression and anxiety. And, yeah. and sometimes, you know, it's easier said than done. And I tell folks that all the time because I went through, you know, a couple months ago where I had my good buddy, Tony, that would text me every single day and, and I wouldn't reply or, you know, I would get aggravated, not necessarily him, but it's like, I didn't, I didn't want to hear from anybody, man. Right. I wanted to soak in my own pity. I wanted to be depressed. And yeah. I mentioned to you how, Everything, it was like I was seeing everything with blinders on. Everything was a different tint. It was dark. I hated it, man. I hated waking up every morning. But then there was a moment where I looked at my little girl, looked at Ava, once again, the Lord used her. And I said, that night in prayer, I sat at my kitchen table where I'm sitting now. I said, God, take this from me. Take this from me. Show me your joy. Show me your peace. Brother, the next morning I woke up, it's like the sun was shining brighter. You know, it really was. And it's, he opened up a whole different world to me. And I'll read John 15, 11. I mentioned it a, a second ago. These things I've spoken to you, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. If we allow the joy of Jesus Christ to be in us and implanted in us, our joy is going to be full throughout the rest of the world. How we see things, how we 
uh, handle situations. And that's, that's what God spoke to me, man. And ever since then, it's just been so much better. So much better, bro. You know, there's moments where the enemy, I think, are trying to creep in and go, Chad, here comes that, here comes that self-pity. But I'm quick to shake it and go, no, 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 man. God, you got a plan. I'm yeah. going to trust you. I'm going to keep my eyes on you. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to let you guide me. I'm not going to worry about this season I'm in right now, Casey, where <laughs> I'm jobless. I'm doing some wrestling shows here and there, but I'm you know seeking different employment. I got a peace about it. I trust the Lord. I'm letting him guide me. Mm-hmm. You you talk about like Tony texting you or or different people. I'm like like I said, we don't want don't want Tony to think that it's only him. But <laughs> he's, he's a good but, man. Good man. Yeah, honest with you, <clears throat> the other night uh, while I was soaking in my self pity, um, yeah. you had texted me and said something. Uh, I believe it was about the 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 service uh, that you preached uh, last week. And, you know, I read it and I was like, man, that must be awesome for him. I wish I could feel that again and just toss my phone on the bed, you know, and yeah, that, yeah. it's uh, and and then once again, here I am sitting here days later after I have after I have finally given it to God and released it instead of trying to hold on to it and be bitter about it myself. Sure. And I'm like. You're such a dummy. Why would you? <laughs> you've been around these circles before. Why would you let it take so long? Yeah. And I mean, so long. It's only been a few weeks, but I mean, for these last few weeks, I have been angry. You I know? know, I know you, you mentioned it to me, man, about the frustration about something. Yeah, so I, I know. And, and so it's just like when you come out on the other side of these things and you've been there before, you're like, I should have passed that test a lot quicker. Sure. Sure. We're learning, man. We're still learning. It just goes to show uh, that that we're all a work in progress and it's day by day, man. It's taking it day by day. It's that, you know, this this walk of a a godly man, godly woman, a Christian is not easy. Mm -hmm. Jesus didn't say in here it's going to be a bed of roses. No, it is not going to be easy because we know that there's a spiritual attack on our mind, on our family, on our uh, ministry, everything, man. You know, he knows because coming out of August the last year, we see what happened to me. Mm-hmm. And we he knows that the Lord has a mission for not only us, but the ones listening right now, a mission for you. And he's going to do everything he can to derail you. And um, it, it, we just have to continue to fight that battle, man. We've got to fight that battle because one day when we, when we close our eyes for the last time and wake up and and, and our Savior's standing there, and he says, well done. Mm-hmm. That's what we're there for. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's what I'm there for. <clears throat> so <clears throat> you mentioned that you are doing a few wrestling shows here and there. Uh, yeah. I want to mention one real quick, and then I want to talk to you about something uh, for just a second. But this Saturday, tomorrow, May 6th, I will be at the Cleveland, Tennessee National Guard Armory, 4185 Dalton Pike, Cleveland, Tennessee, for Cole Gordy Promotions. It's Chasing the Dream. Myself, Buff Bagwell, David Young, Tank in the Rev, Matt Sales, Jaden Newman, Cousin Cletus, Cyrus the Destroyer, Roma Miller, and so many more. Uh, it's going to be a great night of wrestling action. Man, I, I I think I could do some voiceover work. That sounded pretty good. 
Like that I, was great. I need to do some radio or something. Anyway, uh, it's for radio. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, doors open at 6 p.m. Bell time is seven. Uh, all tickets are twelve dollars. Kids five and under are free. Uh, you can go to C or yeah, CGPWrestling.com for more information. Um, I'm excited about that one. First time I've been at the Armory in several years, and I've got a lot of good memories uh, from there. But uh, right so with you, you yeah. say you've got a few left. I do. I do. And we've heard this before. Now, I've been, you know, I, and I'll admit I've been wish-washy, okay, I want to do this, I don't want to do this. But I do feel like, um, man, it's time to step away. I, I feel like it's a – not necessarily doesn't mean I won't go do guest ref spots or go sign some autographs or use it as a ministry. Uh, but the in-ring action is just, um, I think it's time to step away. Just because of injuries, it's time to pursue a different career. So I spoke to you about it, and I have four shows booked. Um, matter of fact, tonight I'll be in Elkin, North Carolina, and I'll, I'll post some flyers. But <clears throat> And then um, – June 3rd in Milner, Georgia, for our brother Marty Miller. A little benefit for Drake Wirtz, a good buddy of ours. And then June 17th, big show in Mooresville, North Carolina. And um, then August 27th, which is funny, it's two days after my 23-year anniversary of my wrestling career starting, uh, will be my last show in Salisbury, North Carolina. Once again, I'll post all this stuff. But I, I do, man. I think it's time to to walk away. I don't. Uh, there's moments where I enjoy it if I'm working around with you, doing some stuff with you, some certain other guys. Yeah. But it's just gotten to the point to where uh, I think I'm ready to press on into a into a new career. And being 40, almost 41, man, it's uh, I've, dude, I've been blessed. I've had an amazing, amazing career. Like, what else do I have left to prove? Go work some indie shows and get hurt? I just can't do it. Um, but. It is. I got four shows booked, ready to roll. I had a couple of guys reach out to me this week, go, hey, you open this day, this day? And I, I said, no. I said, man, I'm not taking any more bookings. And I knew right then and there, I was like, wow, I'm serious about this. Yeah. So, But yeah, man. Um, so I'm hoping you and I can maybe tie it up at least one of those four shows. We will uh, see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We will see. That, yeah. I'm telling you. I <clears throat> I totally respect it. And I, I, you know, I talk to you and I know that you you enjoy going to these shows. Uh, I believe that, you know, you're kind of like me. You enjoy seeing the boys and, and, and seeing the fans most of all, but uh, you know, the, when, when the passion for the in-ring stuff starts to fizzle out, I mean, there's there's no reason. I mean, here's the thing. You could do this. You're you're just about to turn 41. You know, we could look at some and I'm not going to name them because there's a lot of them that I love and, and you know, have learned a lot from and, and have a great deal of respect for. But I mean, we've got wrestling legends who are, you know, in their 70s and 80s and they're still going out there, you know, making uh, pretty good indie paydays and uh, and, you know, getting in and and doing their thing and most of them, you know, it's a, it's a headlock and, and then, you know, you just bump and feed their comeback. And, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway, you you can do this for another 40 years if you wanted to, but 
I I see. Um, I think for those who feel led to get out, that it's best to get out when they feel like they need to get out instead of waiting until um, an injury takes them out. That's it, man. And I've had, I mentioned to you, I've had some nagging neck injuries since 2015. And and I just always said, if I got to the point where I didn't enjoy it anymore, as much as I used to, the love that I loved as a kid, or I had some injuries and that it would be time to walk away. And the fact is, Casey, that it's not, it's not my identity anymore. Right. You know, I'm at an age where I'm at a prime age where I can go into a new career and build that career. If mm-hmm. that's the door the Lord's going to be opening up, we've talked about, you know, me and law enforcement and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's not my identity anymore, bro. You know, my identity is completely different now. It's grounded and rooted in Christ and um, ministry and, and some other things and watching my six-year-old grow up and not hurting, you know what I mean? Not having a neck injury on an independent show where I have to have surgery and lose feeling in my arm again. Right. So it's it's time. It's time, man. Well, and you you mentioned that the identity thing, and I think that's the I think I think that's why it's so hard for a lot of people to walk away because I mean this this sport that we have pretty much given our lives to uh, is is an addiction, and for people who have never done it, they don't know what we're talking about. But when you walk through that curtain, um. In most cases, uh, (laughs) sometimes you got to work with somebody you don't want to and you kind of walk through with the boo-boo face. But, but, you know, in most cases, you walk through that curtain and and you flip that switch on and and you go from Chad to Gunner or, or, you know, from Casey Stanfield to Casey Cage. It's a totally different high Mm -hmm. and it's better than any drug out there. Yep. And, uh, you know, but. So many of the guys who are in this business are so addicted to this business and they, most of them don't know Jesus and their identity is wrapped up in this business. And that's why they fight to stay in for so long because, well, who am I? What in the world am I ever going to do if I don't have this business? So, you know, that's uh, that's something that I'm thankful for, because if you if your identity is in this business, then you're going to feel like you got to stay around forever and ever. Amen. And, And, you know, it's just not not the way it's actually supposed to be. Nope, nope. It's going to eventually break you, man. It's going to eventually break you. I believe that. So it's I'm I'm walking away and I'm on a on a high, brother, you know. WWE career, WrestleMania, all kinds of stuff. And just have some fun. These next four shows, uh, August 27th, I'll, I'll look forward to if the plans work out the way they're supposed to. But um, that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one because it'd be 23 years right there. And I was like, all right, it's time to roll. That's it. That's <laughs> so, it. Perfect. That's awesome, man. Well, we got anything else. Any other announcements we get in before we wrap up? I think that's it. This remnant youth retreat coming up in August. We, we're amping up for that, man. We yeah. got two, uh, three months, whatever that may be. So yeah. we're looking forward to having those kids and and uh, just pouring into them. 
That's right. Remnant Youth Retreat at the Okoy Ridge Camp in Old Fort, Tennessee. It's going to be the first weekend in August 4th through the 6th. Uh, we have met our limit, <clears throat> but we are taking um, – we are putting uh, kids on a waiting list. So if you would like for your uh, child to uh, come or, or have the opportunity to come – uh, then you need to email us at wrestlingforthefaith at gmail.com, ages 12 and up. Uh, and if someone uh, decides that they cannot make it, then your child will be plugged into that spot. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to the Remnant Youth Retreat. It was an amazing time last year, and uh, I'm I'm glad that the Lord uh, birthed something so amazing and you know we talk about man camp that's that's where the remnant youth retreat was birthed in our hearts so uh oh, yeah. mm-hmm. i'm i'm so looking forward to it and and i i want to i think i've mentioned it maybe the last two podcasts but i just want to go ahead and throw it out there um you need to look up nikita koloff you need to look up uh koloff for christ ministries and you need to get these dates for man camp. Uh, men, I don't care if you're a wrestling fan. I don't care, you know, what your story is. I don't care what your background is. You need to book yourself at a man camp. They do them in the spring and in the fall. Nikita Koloff, Lex Luger, and uh, the awesome staff. Yeah. yeah. This is a life-changing week, and uh, I can promise you that the Lord will do amazing things. And uh, I can't, I can't give enough credit to the Lord for putting uh, man camp in our lives because mm-hmm. it just gave me a t- completely different perspective, and uh, on so many things, and so. We highly, highly recommend Man Camp. Absolutely. I can second all that he just said without even having to repeat it. It's, it was life-changing for me as well. Amen. All right, guys. We thank you for joining us today. Be sure to share the Wrestling for the Faith podcast with your friends. We love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Wrestling for the Faith. Don't forget to follow Casey Cage on Twitter at Real Casey Cage. Follow Chad Lale on Twitter at CWLale underscore Gunner. And follow the show at Facebook.com slash Wrestling for the Faith.